Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zoop. And I'm Eric McMahon. We're debating the Michigan football season MVP. Is it Blake Corum, JJ McCarthy, someone else? We will discuss coming up on Wolverine Confidential. All right, guys, going to be with you here on Wednesday morning, December 14th. And, you know, we've got, we've got still more than a couple weeks before Michigan football actually takes the field uh, on New Year's Eve against TCU in its playoff game. So we're going to discuss kind of some, you know, related topics here leading up to the game. Uh, And one of them is the season MVP. Um, And, you know, most valuable player can be interpreted different ways. We certainly see that with the voting for, you know, MVP in the professional sports leagues. Um, And we'll see if we kind of differ on on how we feel um i'll start by saying i threw this out uh on twitter i got 218 uh votes and you know they you got to put options for you know who you want people to vote for so or you know not who you want them to vote for but who, who they can vote for um so just the nature of that i guess i could have potentially steered people towards those players but you know i went with blake Corum, jj mccarthy i put mike morris on there to have a defensive player and then I said, you know, someone else and, you know, just write it right in if you'd like. Seventy six percent of the of the votes went to Blake Corum, 18 percent to J.J. McCarthy and six percent to other, which would be Mike Morris. It would be uh, the offensive line in general. Uh, Olu Oluwatami was given a vote in, in particular. Um, so, yeah, that that's kind of how it broke down there. But I want to hear uh, what you guys think. So if we're talking most valuable player as in one individual person. I, I think Blake Corm wins, I think, hands down. I think without him, I don't know if Michigan's offense would be as explosive as it was from the rushing perspective. Yes, Don Edwards has had, he's looked great the last couple of games. Um, he's looked great in other other instances, but I, I wonder if we would have, Michigan would have gotten the week-to-week performance that they get they did with Blake Corm. So I think he's the obvious choice here. Based on numbers and based off how Michigan's, you know, how they went about their business offensively, um, but I, I, I hesitate because, you know, and again, we're talking player here, so I obviously got to give it to one guy. But I, I do think the offensive line as a unit mm-hmm. deserves some type of praise here. Um, obviously, they're a big factor in the running game. You can't have a a great running game obviously without a good running back. But I think a big part of it. And a lot of times, an unquantifiable part of it is the offensive line. 
Like they, they have to open up blocks and, and help, help steer things. And they've done a fantastic job doing it, not only in, in the run game, but protecting the quarterback. I mean, Michigan's only allowed 13 sacks all season long, uh, second fewest in the Big Ten behind Ohio State. Um, so I, I think, you know, I, I give it to Blake Corm with an honorary mention. And again, this isn't one player, but just the offensive line as, as a unit. Zook, what you got? Yeah, I, I mean, I would basically agree with what Aaron said there. And, and, and Blake has, was dominant every game he played in this year. But then you you go back and think they w- basically won their two toughest games at the end of the year without him. So um, I, I know J.J. McCarthy played pretty well in those games, but I don't even think I would have him in my top, I, for sure not top three, def- maybe not even top five. I, mean, I think he was solid, but I don't think he was good enough to warrant MVP consideration. Um, so really where I was kind of leaning was it was probably Blake Horam won, but um, either o- Olu um, if I had to pick a specific player on the offensive line, just because of his experience, how well he fit in and um, anchor that offensive line. Um, I mean, won the Outland Trophy, won the Remington Trophy. Um, I mean, just the experience he has in helping McCarthy too, I'm sure, in in, in dissecting defenses, probably um, it was more, uh, he was more valuable there than than we really realize. But then on the defensive side of the ball, I know you had Mike Morris in your, in your options and he only had 1.4%, but as far as most valuable, he might not have been the best player, but considering the position of need, I thought Mike Samuel still had a great year. And going into the season, we had no idea what to expect from that nickel position because obviously Michigan lost Dax Hill. You're like, oh my, I mean, he was literally their Swiss army knife in that secondary, was able to do so much for them. And then you have to rely on a guy that played receiver his first three or four years. Uh, you you really didn't know what to get out of him, and I thought he had a, a really solid year. And then uh, Rod Moore, too. I mean, I, I don't know. I just am more impressed with him, it seems like, every week. He's not the flashiest player, but he's so solid um, at, at safety for Michigan and so reliable that um, I, I think those guys would, would be ahead of J.J. McCarthy. But, yeah, I mean, you can't really argue with what Blake Horham has done this year and, and the impact he had on this team. Quorum was seventh in the Heisman Trophy voting when all was said and done. You know, no no other Michigan player got votes. Uh, you know, he could have won the thing if he, you know, had stayed healthy potentially um, or certainly got an uh, invitation to New York. But, and I, I thought for a second this might be where Aaron was going with it. If you look at most valuable to this team, and I don't really, I think if I was voting on the professional leagues, I'd try to, I, I, I would, I would kind of almost ignore, you know, this part of it, I think it's more just about best player, but in Michigan's case, there's one guy you take off this team and then replace him with who the backup would be that would cause the greatest drop-off for this team. Oh, I think I know where you're I think going. it's J.J. McCarthy. I mean, oh, I think it's J.J. Right. McCarthy. I, I'm interested to hear what you guys think thinking I was going with that, but like, because once Cade McNamara goes down, I mean, who, who are you going with there? You're probably going with Alan Bowman, which I'm not knocking him, but he's just a complete unknown. He now hasn't played you know, college football in several years, um, you know, at, at least starting or whatever. And yes, Michigan leans on its run game, leans on its uh, defense, but they going to Columbus and beating Ohio State with Alan Bowman. You know, I, I don't think so. So like and then you're not going to the Big Ten championship. And then, you know, who knows that maybe they're actually probably still in the playoff potentially. But like, I, I just I think their biggest drop off is from McCarthy to someone else, just because the the importance of the position. I'm not saying there's not maybe another player out there where the, the talent drop off isn't bigger. But you know what I mean? The the overall effect on the team would be the biggest. So 
and he was good. Like we can't we can't pretend that JJ McCarthy didn't have a terrific year. He did. The touchdown interception ratio, uh, the ability to run the ball, the big plays at the end of the year. He got better as the year went on. Um, so yeah, I guess of course if I'm like actually voting on this thing, it'd be Blake Corum. But my sort of uh, you know, devil's advocate would be for JJ McCarthy. What were you guys thinking though? I no, was thinking you're going Jake Moody. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a true off, unknown. As I guess. far as drop off from from the next possible person, I mean, how many clutch kicks he came up with this mm-hmm. year? I mean, if you put anyone else back there, even uh, who knows if the, if they're making that kick and who knows if they're winning? I mean, that Illinois game yeah, that was Jake yeah. Moody right there. So I thought maybe we were going to throw a little surprise in there with Jake Moody, <laughs> but I, I guess I see what you're say- saying with with JJ McCarthy. I'm glad you brought up JJ because I, when I think about comparing him and then the quarterback situation, I still autumn and maybe this is my my error here, but I automatically default to Cade McNamara. Like if JJ wasn't in there, there'd be Cade. Yeah, and I feel like there wouldn't be this huge drop off. But you're right; he was injured for most of the year. I, I wonder if Cade had still take had still held on to the starting job, if maybe he would have tried to play through some of these injuries and just gone through it. Um, but you're right that you don't know what that drop off would have been, and I think that's a big portion of. When I think of uh, with MVP, it's it's a big deal. It's like that baseball stat wins above replacement. Like who do you replace yeah. with, and who 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 has the biggest drop off? And, and you're right, that could be it. We don't know what we've what we've got out of Davis Warren. We don't know what we would have got out of Alan Bowman. Um, it, it's a good point, and it, perhaps that's a that's a legit um, you know legit person. Um, I, I was thinking the defensive side of the ball and unknown. Again, it goes back to the the you know the, the replacement idea. Mozzie Smith, Michigan is the number three ranked rushing defense in the country. They credit him for having a big reason for that. If you take him out of the equation and replace him with, I don't know, someone else, um, George Rooks, Cam Good, I don't know, whoever. So the next best tackle in there, would Michigan be as effective in stopping the run this year on a week-to-week basis? Probably not. Would they, they be at this point? I don't know. Um, so I think he'd be a, a different option on the defensive side of the ball. Um, is he their best player? Probably not. Uh, but it, it's interesting debate because they like you know we always talk about this stuff, and you even go back to last year, like everyone automatically would point to Aiden Hutchinson just because I think top to bottom he was the best player on the roster. But if you terms of like most valuable, you could have made a case for Hassan Askins and in the running game he had, and Jim Harbaugh did that last year. So it's an interesting debate. It's one that I don't think there's a, a right right or wrong answer. Um, and it, it kind of goes back to what you look at as most valuable and what you where you view, I think, the strength of this team. Um, but you're right. you got to remember that, you know, if you take this player out of the equation, uh, how does it affect this Michigan team? And I think there's several keys. And I think it goes goes back to the bigger point here. Michigan relied on so many key guys this year. There really is no superstar. Maybe Blake's that one guy. Um, but they've leaned on so many different people in so many different spots to kind of, you know, get to where they are right now. Because, you know, you talk about taking a guy out of the equation and, and Ryan alluded to this in his in his opening statement. Um, Blake Corum was taken out of the equation, um, you know, in the in those last two games. He did. He really didn't play. I mean, he few snaps against Ohio State and then, you know, wasn't there against Purdue. And Donovan Edwards filled in and ran for. 216 yards versus Ohio State, 185 versus Purdue. Like there wasn't a drop off there. Like people were wondering is this guy better so like <laughs> obviously they were they were better off you know with with both of them and you could use edwards then more you know as a pass catcher too um but uh and, and, you know now michigan has has had to go to a converted linebacker for their short yardage situations but like i don't know and i'm not trying to overthink this my vote is for blake corm but you know if you want to interpret valuable in a different kind of way 
you know, it brings it brings McCarthy into the mix. It brings some of these uh, defensive players into the mix. Is there an, is there a name we haven't mentioned yet at this point? I mean, I don't think there's like another defensive player that you could really make the case for. Is there? Heck, if 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 we're if Michigan loses that game against Illinois, you can make the case for Donovan Edwards MVP because I mean he didn't play in that Illinois game and Michigan's offense was pretty much bottled up mm-hmm. um, with 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 leaning on third string running backs, walked on running backs, and, and yeah, their offense didn't do much against Illinois. And then Donovan Edwards returns against Ohio State and, and Purdue, and, and look what he did. So um, yeah, I mean without Corum, they were able to survive without Corum and Edwards. Their offense, their rushing game basically disappeared. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he, I, he just don't think he has the the sample size to really be considered. But MVP of the last two weeks, that's for sure. And yeah, the the offensive line, um, I agree, they they deserve some sort of mention. But again, if you're just doing like the one player, um, yeah, it, that's that's tough. It's tough to kind of single out someone. I mean, in the end, Michigan had, uh, did they have they have two offensive linemen make all Big Ten? I mean, I know. Um, I know Olu did. Uh, Zinter maybe was Zinter Keegan might have been on Zinter there. and Hayes. I think got some type of mention with their second team honorable mention third team. It was gotcha. Was and then, yeah, I think uh, they had three guys that were prominently in there. Gotcha. Um, and then I think I think yeah, all all Americans. Uh, Olu was second team. I want to say he's been first and second. He was, he's actually been a consensus first. He's he's been first on uh, three different awards, and he was a second team in a, in the fourth. In the uh, the fifth board comes out today, actually. There you go. And so you know, there's there's uh, you know, reason to believe it'd be it'd be him if you're picking if you're picking one. But um, that is tough. They work so well as a unit, and you know, they might get their recognition as uh, have we had the offensive line of the year award? Uh, Not yet. Still wait. Michigan is one of two finalists for the uh, the Joe Moore Award along with Georgia. So okay. I wonder how long this is going to drag out. I think <laughs> I I have to go back and look, but I believe the winner last year was named. Before the start of the playoff, Michigan got the reward in the run up to to the the, the peach or the uh, Orange Bowl last year. I don't know when they're going to name it this year. I don't know if they're going to wait and see how the playoffs go, or they're going to wait and see how the first game goes at least. Um, but it, there's a potential here that you know here's a the the best offensive line versus the best offensive line come national championship day. Well, I I like this debate. I mean, we got we got Blake Corum's name in there, Donovan Edwards, J.J. McCarthy, uh, Oluolu, Timmy, Mike Sanristo, Rod Moore, Mozzie Smith, Jake Moody, all names were mentioned. And again, I think it speaks to you know this being a uh, a true you know team. Uh, 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 you know, Jim Harbaugh could say the no star defense, but I talked to a former player who who watches the team closely. Um, still, and, and he was telling me, you know, he kind of views it as almost then an all-star defense. They're all really good. And that's what, that's what makes it so good. So I don't know. Listen, you, uh, if you didn't vote on Twitter, that's all right. Voting is closed, but we'd still, still like to hear from you there or, or via email, um, to weigh in on, on who you think should be the MVP for the 2022 Michigan football team. They will take on TCU in the playoff game in the, at the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona on December 31st, and we'll have continued coverage leading up to that game on MLive.com slash Wolverines. Thanks for listening.